Wishing for a Christmas mortgage miracle? Patriot Trading Group wants to make your wish come true. Just enter to win on Family Values Radio website, and you can enjoy your mortgage paid for all of 2020. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, where if you win, you'll have all kinds of extra money the entire year for a vacation, new clothes, new giant screen TV with whole home audio, whatever else may be on your wish list, because the winner will receive their mortgage or rent payments covered for all of 2020. To enter, go to Family Values Radio 1010. And click on the banner. Enter once each day to increase your chances to win. And look for bonus entry opportunities. That's FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. And enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. Sponsored by Patriot Trading Group. Contest ends December 20th. See our website for details. Good morning and welcome to Wednesday. Happy Hump Day, the day before Turkey Day. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group course we do legal lawful constitutional tender there's not any scientific evidence yet but i believe owners of gold and silver they don't flip out at the grocery store when someone's got too many items in the express lane and they don't result uh Resort to violence when uh, McDonald's runs out of McNuggets. So if you would like to keep your holiday stress to a minimum, call us at 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And obviously tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving to, to everybody. And I know it can be stressful with the family and all that. You know. It's not even family anymore. Life is just stressful, isn't it? Uh, Everybody's upset. Everybody's in a hurry. And everybody, it seems, doesn't have any patience. But, uh, you know, yesterday my oldest son came into town from school. And my wife was very happy. We're all happy to have him. So the family's back together uh, for a few days before he's got to head back and and uh, we, he flew, he got in right around dinner time. He got in about 6.30. So we, we ordered takeout from one of our favorite places. And I went and I picked it up, and they were, they were just slammed. And, and I, I, uh, we go there enough that they know who we are. And I was talking uh, to, the, to the guy that runs it, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, it's just so busy. I'm like, dude, it's fine. I get it. I mean, you know, nobody wants to cook. Right now, because you know the big the big feast is coming on Thursday, and and I'm like, no worries, and you could just tell a lot of people were given a you know, <laughs> were were not happy that they had to wait an extra ten minutes, you know, to to get their euros. Uh, so if you want, again, I I just think we should probably do a scientific study. I'm pretty sure that uh, those of us that are prepared and have uh, gold and silver put away. We're just a little calmer. And I know it's holiday time. You got to go over. You got to listen to your brother-in-law or your sister-in-law or your brother or your your cousin, your 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 parents, whatever, tell you about their great stock market investments or why the president is is a terrible, horrible person. But you'll be calm because you know. You know what's coming uh, the unexpected masses, the generally dumb public, they have no clue. They really don't. They have no 
no clue what's happening. And I know that you want to think about it. I can't, you know, I can't wait. You know what? When it comes, the first person, you know who they're going to call. They're going to call you. And I know you're going to, I'm not helping them. I warned them. They don't listen to me. You'll help them. You'll help them. So make sure you have enough put away. So not only can you help you and your, your, uh, your immediate family, but your extended family as well, 800 9510592 we will be closed tomorrow and friday the office will be open on monday uh, i am traveling on monday uh the this show will uh pick up again on tuesday there is a possibility possibly maybe in colorado only there could be a, a show on Friday, but I doubt it. But we'll see. Uh, but if not, the show will return on Tuesday uh, as we get ready. Uh, you know, I guess you got the whole holiday thing now. It's Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, uh, you know, Eric always used to say the holidays end after the Super Bowl. So uh, the holiday season through February, uh, we'll see uh We'll see how it all goes. Keep your stress levels down. Be careful driving out there. Man, incredible amounts of snow up in Colorado. Uh, The ski resorts are open up in Flagstaff. It was 40 degrees at my house this morning. I know that's not cold for a lot of people. In Arizona, that's cold. Uh, So uh, make sure you, you, you pack your patience. Uh, be safe on the roads. Enjoy the holiday. Don't forget right have that backup turkey that way you've got an excuse to get out of there and uh when we return on tuesday i'll talk about it check the website all weekend uh during the holiday i'll try it if if there's some sale items i'll have them up there i won't know what they'll be but uh today we've got a a nice item i don't have a lot you know what's funny is the quantities of things are starting to disappear again we're starting to see premiums stretch out again. Uh, we got a lot of data we're going to talk about. Uh, we had all kinds of data out today from pending home sales, GDP revisions, uh, uh, jobless claims, and this and that. And, and we had a little bit for everybody. And then the rest of the show we're going to talk about, and we've been talking about this for a while, what are all these central banks up to? The German Central Bank. So we've heard from the Chinese Central Bank this week that they're getting ready for their Chinese cryptocurrency. We heard from the Serbian Central Bank, the Polish Central Bank. Now we're going to hear from the German Central Bank and whoever translated it into English. Thank you because it was extensive. Uh, a lot of it having to do with what what it is, why you buy gold. What are you preparing for uh, when you're holding gold, and why do you hold gold? We're going to talk about all of those things. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Have you given blood? The there is a great study out. Uh, for the scientist uh, Lu Chen and Richard Bremen 
two scientists from Oregon State University. They they ordered pure human blood serum. So you know when you essentially you go and give blood to the to the blood bank, right? This is what they ordered. They ordered them from all these different uh, labs that distribute this blood to the hospitals. And when you get a transfusion, that uh, you know this would be the blood you got. Right? This would be this is what you would get. One hundred percent of them contained caffeine. And and that makes sense. I get it, right? I don't even talk to me until I've had my cup of coffee. Now I only have one, but yeah, I got you know I I, I need that cup of coffee in the morning, and and I know uh, whether it's coffee, tea, Red Bull, right, chocolate, even uh, soda. Obviously, uh, Americans love their coffee. But what was interesting is not that coffee was in every single one, not not a single batch of blood that they ordered were any of them uh, that didn't have caffeine in it. But 13 of the batches. So you think, you know, they they ordered 18 different batches. I mean, essentially just under 75%. Let's just call it three out of every four batches of blood that people had donated you know to the blood you know to, to the blood drives out there contained the antidepressant xanax <laughs> and i don't mean to laugh listen everybody is stressed out and, and and here's what here's what i'm thinking the five batches that didn't they had to be gold and silver buyers Right, they're the only ones. Right? Hey, we're not stressed out. We're we're prepared. You know, we, we can deal with things. We know how to deal with it. Yes, thirteen of the eighteen uh, contained your Xanax. So there, there you go. And maybe would you, if you need the blood, I don't know, but I'm just maybe the Xanax not a bad thing. Right? I mean, obviously something's gone bad. Maybe it, it, it'll calm you down. I, I don't know. But I thought I'd throw that out there. That uh, if you're getting, if you need a blood transfusion, chances are uh, you may be getting a little extra in the blood. And not just the caffeine, but uh, a little Xanax as well. So there, there you have it. There's my scientific uh, study of why you should own gold and silver because, well, I have no proof. I'm pretty sure those five batches, they had to come from gold and silver holders. Speaking of holders, real quick, let me get through the economic data because GDP third quarter, we had the second revision. It was revised higher to 2.1%. So, you know, started at 1.9. The biggest adjustment was inventory. So, it's you know, the, the consumer, by the way, of the 2.1%, and of course, remember, action, that's an annualized number, so you really would have to divide it by four, so you're really growing about half a percent a quarter. Uh, 1.97%. <laughs> so essentially, all of it was consumer spending. All of it. Which, you know, obviously... The government deficits are are a huge 
factor, but but apparently the way they do it, no, no, it was all consumers. Uh, the tax cuts, all the businesses, they contributed almost nothing to the number. Uh, but that was 2.1. We had pending home sales uh, down 1.7%. That was a pretty big drop, 1.7% down. Uh, lack of inventory, I believe it. And, and really what they need to say, lack of affordable inventory. There's just not any inventory people can buy, right? I mean, the, finding a house that isn't a total gut job for under, you know, 300000 it, it, it it's hard to do. And if you find it for that, I mean, you're way out in the sticks somewhere. I mean, you're 30 miles plus out of town at a minimum. And even then, it's hard to do. Uh, those were the two biggest jobless claims. It was a day early, uh, 215,000, I think the number was, kind of, you know, that about in line. Uh, consumer wages, zero. Uh, no wage growth. Consumer spending, they said, was up three-tenths. And that makes sense to me as well because uh, we're starting to see some stress out there. Uh, at least in the subprime consumer where they're not able to pay their bills. And that kind of uh, highlighted that in that report. That was uh, most of the economic data. A lot of that was released a little early because the uh, holidays. Uh, crude inventory was out too. Crude was down. Or, I mean, big building inventory, uh, driving oil prices down. So maybe a a little bit of good news. And then the Chicago uh, Business Index that was negative uh, for the second or third straight month. Uh, that was the economic data that was out today. Uh, G- oh, and GDP. I forgot GDP. Or not GDP, durable goods. Big surprise. Uh, durable goods was up six-tenths. All of it military spending. You strip out the military weapons, uh, and GDP was zero. Or GD, I keep saying GDP. Durable goods was zero. Uh, so I don't know who we are. We armed somebody. My, uh, I, I'm going to. I'm just going to take a guess and say the Saudis must have bought stuff, uh, and and a, and a lot of it. But uh, durable goods was a surprise to the upside. Uh, the the big thing though was the military weapons. Uh, so I'm guessing we're arming the the Saudis. I don't know somebody. They didn't they didn't tell us. Uh, so that was all the economic data up. Now you're all caught up to speed. Now let's get let's. Let's talk about why do we buy gold? What's it for? You know, I refer to it as insurance, right? Uh, Some people refer to it as uh, the currency of last resort. Uh, Some people uh, call it a hedge, right? It's a hedge against whatever fiat currency you use. Obviously, here in the U.S., a hedge against the dollar. We've seen a a big shift in how the central banks view gold over the last, and really, it started with the financial crisis, but it's really gained steam in just the last three years you know last year as an example it was the second largest year 
for central bank gold purchases ever. This year, we're on pace to break the record. Largest year ever. Used to be, uh, you know, you go back 30 years, central banks were sellers of gold. And then after the financial crisis, you had some buying. I don't want to act like there wasn't any buying. But there, there was buying, but, it, you know, two, th- 200 metric tons, 300 metric tons, you know, in that range. But now we're approaching 600 metric, well, passed over 600 metric tons. Uh, this year looks like we're going to be somewhere approaching 800 metric tons of gold. You know, when you think about uh, mine supply right now, it's about... 3,200 metric tons, give or take. So 25% of all the mined gold is going into the vaults of the central banks. And we've been speculating for a while now. Right? What are they getting ready for? What do they know? Because this is always the problem. Whatever I talk about here is already been planned by the bankers. You know, we talk about uh, the new digital currencies that are coming. By the time we started talking about it, the central banks had already had it in the works five and ten years before I ever thought about it. And so this is just the path. I don't think, uh, you know, you're not hearing Jay Powell going, why are you all buying gold? Remember, uh, in the 90s, right, everyone, they're all selling their gold. England sold all their gold. Let's get rid of it all. Because the central bankers believed that they had found nirvana and they were the masters and Alan Greenspan was a maestro. All these debts were going to be paid off. And, of course, none of that happened, right? We, we, we understand. Germany, the German Central Bank, produced a report, and and I, uh, Jan Neuenhausen, I know I screwed that one, I'm not real good at the foreign enunciations, he actually broke it all down. And, and, And this is what was inside of the Bundesbank's report talking about where the future is for the German Central Bank in particular, and of course, obviously, uh, most of the other central banks that are out there. It was long believed in the gold space that Western Central Banks are against gold. And we know this. This was, listen, how do we know this? How do we know that that was true? Well, go back to gold confiscation. Right? They took the gold from us, but they didn't just take the gold. Then they banned it. They banned gold ownership for almost 40 years. That's how afraid they were. Because they knew that the people then were too educated. See, they had to go through the dumbing down process because 
uh, fiat money, right, in itself is a, is a zero-sum game. It always goes to zero, right? And it's they call it inflation, right? It's devaluation, right? We want your money to be worth less every single year. But now the Bundesbank says things have changed. And they've been changing for some years now. Instead of discouraging people from buying gold or convincing them that gold is an irrelevant asset, right? Why would you hold gold? It doesn't pay interest. (laughs) It's a worthless relic. Just ask Warren Buffett. He'll tell you. It has no intrinsic value. Now, I hate to disappoint them. Gold always has value. It's had value for thousands of years. You know what never ends up having value? Ever? Fiat money. Never. Not one time. It's never been done in history. Fiat money goes the way uh, that fiat money goes, which is, and it's designed to do it too, by the way. Just ask the censor. If you actually asked them, they would begrudgingly have to admit it. Goes to zero. And the pattern's always the same, right? It's all about debt. I used to tell the uh, story one of these days. I'll get the professor, I'll get Glenn Biddle on one of these days. And, and he can give you the history, the real history of the Tea Party, right? And I'm talking about the Boston Tea Party, not the Tea Party movement in Congress. Really was about paper money. But hey, why confuse the truth with a good story? This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast launched by Phyllis Schlafly, who served as an articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Upholding that legacy and himself an author, national speaker, and attorney, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Thanksgiving is a day set aside for the remembrance of the manifest blessings bestowed on our nation from our Heavenly Father. He has given so much to the people of the United States, and he deserves to be honored for it. One of those blessings for which I am especially grateful is the life and legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. She had a hand in the biggest conservative victories of the 20th century. She became the leading voice of the pro-family movement. As a direct result of her work, America stayed safe from the communist threat, embraced the capitalist prosperity of Ronald Reagan, and maintained a social and political climate of honor for the traditional family. One of the best examples of this is Phyllis's stunning defeat of the falsely named Equal Rights Amendment which Phyllis recognized as a direct attack on the family and everything it stands for. In her iconic biography, The Sweetheart of the Silent Majority, author Carol Felsenthal recounted a stirring Thanksgiving story which perfectly illustrates Phyllis's important influence on American history. On the Tuesday before Thanksgiving in 1979, most American women were busy at home preparing bountiful feasts for their families. Few residents of Illinois were out and about on the treacherous icy streets. Yet when Phyllis issued a clarion call that the feminists might try to sneak ERA through right before the holiday, 
More than 1,500 women left their turkeys and met Phyllis at the state capitol in Springfield, Illinois. One of the women said that even though she had more than two dozen guests coming for Thanksgiving, she was going to help Phyllis even if that meant staying up all night on Wednesday to make the meal. Together, these housewives spent their day lobbying legislators, ensuring that ERA was blocked in the key battleground state of Illinois. Phyllis Schlafly was more than just an activist. She was an icon and an inspiration to a generation of women willing to leave their Thanksgiving preparations to join in Phyllis's fight. I'm so thankful that the Lord gave us Phyllis Schlafly right when our nation needed her most. May God bless each of you with a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Happy Thanksgiving from the entire staff at Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As we continue the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, we invite you to join us in building a better educated, safer, and stronger America. And parents, you can get a copy of George Washington's Thanksgiving proclamation to share with your children at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Is what happened to the colonists happening again? Right? The Boston Tea Party wasn't about tea. And it really wasn't about taxation without representation. It wasn't about that either. Right? It, it was really... Well, here's what happened. And I don't know, you know... And again, they don't want to teach you this. Because if you learn it like the, the way it actually happened, right, you'd be like, hey, uh, maybe the central bank needs to go. And you think about, of course, the propaganda campaign against gold has been so widespread. It's amazing. Right? They'll tell you on the TV. Every one of the idiots will tell you on Fox. Turn on Fox. Turn on CNBC. They'll tell you, oh, no, gold didn't work. Gold didn't work. Gold didn't work. Yeah, it did. Gold worked just fine. Worked for decades and decades and decades. Right? But the bankers kept trying to get a central bank in there. And eventually, guess what? They they, they got their way. They bought their way, married their way right into it. See, what happened to the colonists was England said to them, Hey, you know what? Using this gold and silver, it's too big of a hassle. We want you all to use this script money. And let me tell you what script money is. A piece of paper with some ink on it. Some fancy little designs, right? Maybe it's a pyramid with an eyeball on it. We'll slap a king's head on it or a president's head. We'll put a, a dollar value on it and everything. And so all the colonists, you know, that's how they had to buy stuff. And they printed script and printed it and printed it and printed it and printed it. Sound familiar? and printed it, and printed it, and printed it. Until all of a sudden, England was like, Dude, we don't want any of that script. <laughs> we want silver and gold instead. And so the, when the colonists said, well, here, here's my script money. 
Give me my gold and my silver back. All of a sudden, you know, let's just say $10 worth of script. Hey, give me my $10 liberty. Uh, of course, it wasn't a liberty back then, but you, you get my drift. Give me my $10 liberty. And the English said, eh, I don't think so. Right? How about a $2.5 one instead? Right? That's what happened. That's what we're talking about today. This is what Germany so eloquently said in their little note about what's going on with the central banks out there. All of a sudden, nobody's talking about gold being an irrelevant asset. Right? They're not doing the old Bank of England act on it. No one's talking about how gold doesn't pay interest. No. Instead, every central bank's talking about how buying gold makes them strong. And they're starting to talk about the central banks being more honest about the true properties of the monetary metal. Stating that gold is the ultimate store of value. That it preserves purchasing power. See, here's the one thing gold really does. Right? And, and, it, and it's so simple and easy to understand. Here's the one thing that it does. $20 liberty. Okay, They were minted between 1866 in 1907 it bought the exact same amount in 1866 as it did in 1907 the exact same and a cow was 20 bucks in 1866 it was 20 bucks in 1907 do you know when the cow stopped being worth 20 dollars 1933 is when it stopped being worth twenty dollars today, I've got I've only got thirty five. I got thirty five more twenties. Man, the twenty, especially at the low end, just disappeared, gone. Uh, the only right now, the only thing that that uh, has quantity starts at AU and above. But I've got twenty. I got thirty five twenty dollar liberties. They're fifteen hundred dollars. See, this is what happens to your fiat money. Here's the great thing. You still buy the cow for 1500 bucks. See, that's what gold does. It, all these bankers know it. And they talk about how the global, as the global uh, network goes through, gold is the ultimate form of payment, right? And we've seen this like with Venezuela. Uh, we've seen it a little bit like with Iraq and, and Iran and all these nations that get put, Russia, that get put on the naughty list, right? Gold, everybody will take it. Everybody will take it. See, now not everybody will take your dinars, right? Nobody wants your drachmas. Right? No one wants your Italian liras. Right? They all go to zero, right? They all just disappear. 
Such statements combined with the actions that are discussed below reveal that more and more central banks are preparing for Plan B. And I'm not talking about uh, the uh, the little drug you go get after, uh, well, you know what I'm talking about. The Bundesbank published a book named Germany's Gold. The introduction written by the president of the Bundesbank himself, saying that the view of this bank leaves no room for interpretation. Ask anyone in Germany what they associate with gold, and more often than not, they will say it is synonymous with the enduring value and economic prosperity. Right? And you're hearing that. What did you hear Poland say? Hey, not only are we buying gold, more gold, give us our gold back because it's our strength, right? It shows how strong we are. I'm going to continue with what the Bundesbank is laying out as Plan B. Don't touch that dial. This is straight out of the German Central Bank. They they wrote a God, you almost gotta call it a book. It was a hundred plus pages talking about what their gold holdings mean. Now remember Germany, not only have they brought their gold home, they also bought gold last month for the first time in recent memory in the last well I've been here for what over 16 years so at least that long Uh, my guess is probably going back to the 60's ask us at the Bundesbank what our gold holdings mean for us and we will tell you that first and foremost They make up a very large share of Germany's reserve assets. Right, and you think about, you know, you hear people talk about, how much gold should you have? And I hear that, you know, well, 5% or, you know, 10%. You rarely hear anybody say a number higher than that. Yet, when you look at what the central banks are trying to hold in reserve, Right, these these numbers, twenty, thirty, forty percent of all of their reserve assets are in gold, and they are a major anchor underpinning confidence in the intrinsic value of the Bundesbank's balance sheet. The Bundesbank produced this publication to give a detailed account, the first of its kind, how gold has grown in importance over the course of history, first as a medium of payment, and later as the bedrock of stability for the international monetary system. What? What? (laughs) Whoa. Where did that come from? I mean, 
20 years ago, they were telling you why Germany was selling gold. Everybody was selling gold. Now they're writing a book giving the most detailed account ever of how much gold they have, calling it the bedrock of stability of the international monetary system. And I think about the global tax. See the global tax article yesterday? And can you see what's happening? You know, I'm just putting pieces together. I don't have the whole puzzle. I just put the pieces together. Right? I mean, this is kind of looks like where we're headed. These comments might read like the Bundesbank is a gold bug. Its remarks, however, simply common sense. And really, that's the truth. It's not a prophetic statement. They know. They know. And and we're sitting here and we're thinking about, you know, China saying, hey, we're getting ready to launch our digital currency. Uh, the Bundesbank now is calling gold the bedrock of its, uh, of its whole financial assets. They're talking about gold strength. Uh, they're, they're saying that uh, it is the the ultimate reserve of all of their assets, right? When you talk, think about their assets, they don't, they're not bragging about how many treasury bonds they're holding. They're not talking about how many mortgage-backed securities that they have. No, instead, what are they talking about? Let us tell you how much gold we have. Now, here's what else was interesting in their little book. They gave great account of why it is that all of their gold is new. In other words, you know, Germany's been storing uh, gold in the vaults of New York and, and in England since, like, World War I. So you would think, well, it makes sense. Man, all of that gold, it got there before World War I or during World War I or right after World War I. That must be, those gold bars must have been made in the 1800s, early 1900s. Yet when they released their book with all their serial numbers, it's all, all newly minted bars. Well, they had an answer for that. They said that they wanted all of their bars to be within what they called good delivery status. So when you uh, buy contracts from the COMEX, as an example, or the London Metals Exchange, or the Shanghai Exchange, doesn't matter, pick the exchange. When you buy those things, they have to be of certain weight and purity. So a gold bar must be .995 fine. That's the minimum requirement, 995. And it needs to weigh in the vicinity of 400 ounces. And the ounces, they can vary, right? You can have, you know, 385 or 410, but somewhere in the ballpark 
of 400 ounces, right? You didn't think today, right? We can't get it exact, but apparently we can. Uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 400 ounces. And they said that their older bars, right, didn't meet that specification, right? The, the purity uh, wasn't high enough. And so therefore, according to Germany, they had all this. How about that? There you go. Little thing we learned today. Pinto Radio News Hour, final segment before we head out for the Thanksgiving holiday. Final segment. Uh, I'll have uh, uh, the tw- up on sale until they're gone. Uh, periodically check allamericangold.com all weekend long. Uh, for specials if I get any I may not but if I do I'll have them up there uh, today uh, we have 35 20 liberties uh, 1500 bucks I mean you're saving 20 bucks a piece put them away keep adding to them uh, keep your holidays stress free knowing you've got your gold and silver in hand 800 951 Germany now says all of their gold bars are now all 995 in meat delivery standards. Uh, by the way, according to the article, every bar that was older than 1954, uh, Germany has remelted uh, France and uh, Switzerland have also done the same thing. The uni- uh, we haven't. The U.S., uh, allegedly, uh, still hasn't done it. So not only are all these central banks adding gold to their holdings, they're all putting them in what they call good delivery status. Right? Leave no doubt to what it is that we have. And I think this is really what is happening is they're getting ready for what is next. See, they already know what's next. We've got to speculate. No, uh, obviously, the digital thing's coming. Don't be fooled. Cash is done. Uh, fiat money is done. Right? It's going to zero. Right? And, and uh, those Federal Reserve notes that are in your wallet will be worthless. Right? Just like an Italian lira today. Could you buy anything with a lira? No. A Deutschmark? Uh-uh. Right? A franc? No. Can't buy anything with those. Go to the store and buy something. Can't. Can't be done. Can you take that paper money and bring it in here and and buy gold and silver with it? No. It's 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 literally what it is. A piece of paper with a design on it. That's all it is. That's all it is. And they're getting ready for whatever is next. I think gold is going to be heavily involved. Uh, is it going to be a gold back thing? I don't know. Uh, but it is going to be uh, really simple. Whoever has the gold will be the ones that are the best off. The ones that only have their assets in paper will be devastated because that's how it works. 800 
951-0592 on this uh, eve of Thanksgiving. Uh, take the time. Be your own central bank. Understand, not only are they adding one, the fact that they went back and said, now, obviously, I debate that the whether the gold was really uh, there or not there, but either way, uh, they allege that they've gone through the hassle of remelting all their old gold bars down into new ones. So it reaches good delivery standards. So now you have it. Now you know. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Check the website for specials. I'll be back with you on Tuesday. Take care. God bless everybody. Be safe out there. Wishing for a Christmas mortgage miracle? Patriot Trading Group wants to make your wish come true. Just enter to win on Family Values Radio website, and you can enjoy your mortgage paid for all of 2020. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, where if you win, you'll have all kinds of extra money the entire year for a vacation, new clothes, new giant screen TV with whole home audio, whatever else may be on your wish list, because the winner will receive their mortgage or rent payments covered for all of 2020. To enter, go to Family Values Radio 1010. And click on the banner. Enter once each day to increase your chances to win. And look for bonus entry opportunities. That's FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. And enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. Sponsored by Patriot Trading Group. Contest ends December 20th. See our website for details.